You are listening to A Walk in Their Words. This is Patrick, and he came to America in 2008 from Rwanda, and this is his story. My name is Patrick Ishimwe, and I'm a former refugee from Rwanda. I'm currently a U.S. citizen as of six years ago. I was resettled um, to Buffalo, New York in 2008, along with my parents and four siblings. My journey to America has been a complicated one. Um, We fled Rwanda in 1994, and at the time I was two years old. And since then, I've lived in refugee camps in Congo, lived in Nairobi, Kenya, and eventually ended up in Togo in West Africa. It is there that I spent 10 years of my life and eventually moved to the U.S. in 08. The main reason why we left Rwanda is, of course, because of the genocide of 1994. A lot of people were getting murdered and our family didn't feel safe living there. The hardest part about resettling to America was perhaps dealing with the cold and the new culture and, you know, getting acclimated to the new way of life. Journey's End uh, definitely played a big part in helping my family resettle in Buffalo, New York, because they provided us with opportunities that we would have never received had we been trying to do it on our own. And I think the biggest success story from living here is the fact that in the span of 10 years, my siblings and I were able to graduate from college, and I was able to go to law school, and my older brother was able to go to medical school. Long story short, this country has provided me and my siblings an opportunity to get a clean start in life. When I think of home, I think of uh, Lome, Togo in West Africa. Um, Even though I was born in Rwanda, I left the country when I was about two years old, so I don't remember much about Rwanda. But I think the biggest thing that I miss about living in Togo is just playing street soccer with my friends and going out for lunch and, you know, just going to church. My uh, father being a pastor, I basically went to church about two to three times a week. And, you know, religion and soccer was a big part of my life. And I definitely miss that. The thing I love the most about the United States is the, you know, number of opportunities that this country offers to its citizens and immigrants who come here from across the world. In less than 10 years, I graduated from the prestigious City Honors High School, went on to graduate from Houghton College, and now I'm in law school. And I also spent three and a half years working in the Erie County Executive's Office. And these experiences have, in many ways, formed the person that I've become and the man that I hope to be tomorrow. The one thing I would like our listeners to know about refugees and immigrants is that at the end of the day, our stories are singular, but our destiny is shared. And, you know, most of us just want the same things that, you know, regular American citizens want for themselves and their children. We just want to live in peace and, you know, be able to work and make a living for ourselves and create a better future for our children. 
Another great thing that I would like everybody to remember is that what really separates refugees and immigrants from other Americans, at least in my experience, is the language barrier. Just because someone does not speak English well or speaks it with an accent does not necessarily mean that they're uh, not smart or they're not capable of working a certain job. And the more chances you give to refugees and immigrants, the more you realize that they're actually some of the hardest working people that I've ever come across. And so to those refugees and immigrants who have recently arrived to the United States, I just want to let you know that it gets better. At first, there's going to be a cultural shock and you're going to have some struggles and um, you're going to question maybe your decision to move to this country in the first place because the weather is very cold, especially in Buffalo, New York. The food is different. Um, you know, the community and the friends that you had before will no longer be there because you left them all in your home country. Um, but keep the hope, keep the faith, take it one day at a time, do your best every single day to do as well as you can. And I promise you things will get better and your life will get significantly more fruitful than it is at the time. The best way for our community to advocate and uplift refugees like myself is to have those refugees uh, speak for themselves and share their experiences um, because that's the only way we can change hearts and minds. I think there is nothing worse than having someone represent a group, someone who has not actually walked in their shoes and who has not lived their experiences, who doesn't actually know what it's like to be a refugee or an, immig or an immigrant. It's uh, very difficult for the rest of the country to connect with that person. Um, but if you have an immigrant or a refugee talking about, you know, their personal experiences and sharing from the heart, I think that can have a bigger impact uh, on the rest of this country. Last but not least, I would like to take uh, an opportunity to thank organizations like Journey's End because they've played uh, such a big part in my life. They've given us an opportunity to start over. And I cannot imagine what my life would look like had it not been for the opportunities that this organization gave me and my family. So thank you so much. A Walk in Their Words is produced and edited by the Center in Utica and the International Institute of Buffalo. We would also like to thank our partners, Catholic Charities of Buffalo, Catholic Family Center, Journey's End Refugee Services, the College of Southern Idaho Refugee Center, and the United States Committee for Refugees and Immigrants. And lastly, thank you to the clients who chose to tell their stories. We appreciate your time and bravery.